Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're recording. We certainly are recording. We'll just try a bit of level first. It's been a long time and mainly your fault. Um, mainly... Yeah, because you've not been available for uh, recording right. the podcast and it's become so popular as well. Yeah, yeah, it's heard there's been riots in the streets. It's chilly. It is chilly, isn't it? The weather's been awful. Uh, Let's right. talk about the weather. We yeah. all know that's scintillating. Let's talk about the weather. Um, okay. And I'm more or less ready to start. Yeah, no, and then you say... Sorry? Then you say, hello. You know what we should do? We should be like, hello, I'm Martin Kellner. Hello, this is a fantastic new podcast, myself, Martin Kellner, and my daughter, Ruth, 17 years old. I'm a good deal older than that. And it's it's, uh, number four, number four in our uh, series of father and daughter podcasts, in which I explain to Ruth what life is all about. And Ruth explains to me what the young people are doing these days. We had a discussion the other day about the Kardashians. Now, I know the paterfamilias, if you like. I know the boss, the father of the Kardashians, who was uh, O.J. Simpson's lawyer. But you were talking about one or two of the other Kardashians. Well, we got so onto this. So just give me a quick rundown. So we got onto this because Kylie had just had her baby. This is and Kylie I mentioned Jenner. Kylie Jenner had just had her baby. And I mentioned that Kylie Jenner had had her baby. And you said, who's Kylie Jenner? Mm, more or less. Well, I got, because I've heard of the other one that was Bruce Jenner. That's obviously yeah, not uh, Kylie Jenner. Wow. <laughs> Nothing gets past you. Okay, so... <laughs> Rob Kardashian. We'd probably do without the sarcasm, actually. Well, but go on. could we? Rob Kardashian got together with Chris Jenner. They had um, some kids: Courtney, Chloe, Kim, mm-hmm. who were the girls, and then Rob. Right. No one really talks about Rob. I'd feel bad if I was. Why Rob. don't they talk about Rob? Um, because I mean, their whole brand is about like clothes and makeup and ah, right. photos, and no one really talks about Rob. But then there's Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Kim is married to Kanye, and they have two kids, North and Saint. North? North. As in the direction North? Northwest. Right, and... Ah, I see. Kanye West, Kim really Kardashian West. Northwest? Northwest and Saint West. Ridiculous. I, well, I used to know somebody who was called Theresa Green. I don't... But you've said this to me before, and I'm... Inclined not to believe. No, you. seriously. Seriously. Th- Theresa Green was her name, but I suppose Northwest is a, is a sort of modern equivalent of Theresa yeah. Green. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Courtney is married. Oh no, she's not married, but she's got kids with Scott Disick, who I don't even know who that is to be honest. They right. have Mason, Penelope, and Rain right. because Rain is like the new. So I used to. I did a competition years ago on the radio as for your favourite Courtney. Is it Courtney Cox? Or is it Courtney Pine? But and now, now Courtney Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian. Yeah. Mm. Um, Chloe's not going to kids, neither is Rob. And then, so then Chris and Rob. <laughs> I'm forgetting their names because Rob and Chris had a kid called Rob. So I'll say Robert when it's the yeah, Patus okay. Familiar. Is that right? Yeah, more or less. Okay. Patus Familiar. Patus Familiar. Hey, 
Latin GCSE. Me. Yeah, I know. Um, We're going to talk about your uh, school. You know, yeah. So this is the fun bit. This right, is the well, fun bit. Right, I'll do it quickly now. So then Rob and Chris broke up, and now Chris, and then Chris married Kate, well, Bruce Jenner, mm-hmm. um, and who de- then transitioned and is now Caitlyn Jenner. Right. And they had two kids, Kylie and Kendall, and then Kylie has just had a baby with Travis Scott. Right. Um, and that baby's name is Stormy. Yeah, Stormy. Stormy with an eye. Stormy with an eye. Obvious, obvious. Oh my gosh, I've just eye. forgotten mm. that Kanye and Kim have another kid called Chicago. Because everyone was, everyone was like, um, it's looking stormy um, north of Chicago um, with a bit of rain. So that's the Kardashians dealt with. The other day we were watching, and this is the first time I watched this probably for about two years. We must watch ten minutes, quarter of an hour of loose women. Yeah, because I was and home midday. You were home midday. Yeah, because bunking off school. Bunking off, or I didn't have a College. lesson. So what's a bit loose women? You don't like the whole concept of it. No, I've, I just I think it's stupid. Said, why are they loose? <laughs> what, 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 are they? what are they? Where? Where were they before? Why are they now loose? Yeah. Will they always be loose? Who knows? Will they be kept? So who do we see on that? Again? Because there was a few. So Stacey Solomon. That's right. Christine What's Brinkley. That? Brinkley. Yeah. But well, she's Lampard. Is she Lampard now, or does she still go on by Bleakley? I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Frank so, um, wife. and then the woman who writes for the Sun. Jane Moore. Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember. And there was, there was another, someone else. Well, there was a fourth one, and neither of us knew who she was. Yeah, some other, some other loose woman. Some other I just find the whole concept very patronising. And then James Martin came on, and they were talking about James Martin like he was some kind of Greek god. Yeah, they were. Which they we've really? decided. We've decided that uh, James Martin. Uh, well, I've decided that James Martin's a bit of a twat, and then we came. Wanker, up... I think, was the word you used. Okay, but then we came up with a theory. Or you really came up with a theory mm-hmm. about celebrities. Um, the nicer a celebrity appears to be, the bigger of a twat they actually are. Yes, and this is this has sort of been borne out by experience. I mean, I've met James Martin. I've not met a lot of other celebrities. No, we were talking because James Corden. And James he, Carden, comes so he comes up so nice, so lovely. Everyone cuddling, wants to work with, yeah, work with him, carpool, whatever. Carpool, karaoke. But then there's been a lot of stories out that have said, oh my God, what an absolute twat. Yeah. Then Jimmy Carr, I think, comes across really badly. Like, yeah. he seems like such an idiot. And most comedy people that you meet say, he's a perfectly okay. Yeah. I mean, so. dodges his taxes, but yeah. not a terrible person. No, a lot of people say he's not a terrible person. Uh, Gordon Ramsay as well. Gordon Gordon Ramsay seems awful, like shouts at people, so bad, swears all the time, whatever. But I've never heard stories about him actually being an idiot. No, I mean he's had a lot of disputes within his family, but we're—I mean we're we're just guessing on this. I mean for all we know, James (laughs) Martin—we're just—we are just pure nonsense. James Martin may turn out to be a perfectly lovely guy. Mm -hmm. So apologies to him if he's not a twat. I don't know whether he listens, you know. I doubt it. I doubt it. So he may turn out to be perfectly okay. James Corden, very much doubt it. Although he's a West Ham fan, so we'll sort of cut a little bit of slack there. We don't know about James Corden, but I'm just saying I've heard stories about him being mm. 
And Gordon Ramsay, we think we've just got a feeling, and this is really a feeling. This is just a feeling. We've not yeah, got anything to back no this No evidence up on. at all. Zero evidence. Absolutely zero evidence. No. In fact, this is probably the least informed <laughs> podcast you'll ever listen Zilch. to. Zilch. We've Nothing. done no research. No research. <laughs> so, yeah, but we think that um, Gordon Ramsay is probably okay. Now, if anybody wants to uh, contribute yeah, if anyone's to this got any, debate, anyone yeah. got any Gordon Ramsay stories? Mm, yeah, I would absolutely. love to hear them. Well, I'd love. It. I mean, you meet in, in my line of business, as you know, as a semi-retired broadcaster. Mm-hmm. You do over the years. I've met lots of famous people, but in an interview situation, especially if they're plugging a book or something, you don't really get a huge amount of insight. Into oh no, what you can like. never. That's never the thing. You can never sure. actually know. Like a lot of people say, you know, about oh, like all the Spice Girls people are like, oh she seems nice she's not nice whatever people really slag victoria beckham off but you don't actually know unless no. you know someone unless you actually and then you've got to really know them because in an interview I, i've met yeah Je- even if you meet someone in an interview i don't think you can properly know i met james martin twice once he was sitting on the sofa in the sort of green room area and i because i'd seen him on telly i went up to and you also automatically think you know someone because you've yeah, seen him on yeah, tv yeah. so i went up to him and said um Hello, um, I'm Martin, I do a show here. And he wasn't very friendly to me. <laughs> and then I met him again. He shocked me. He opened uh, some shite restaurant in Leeds, which now closed down, saying, oh, I'm going to get touch my roots, because he's from Yorkshire and everything. Is and he? he? Was the, yeah, he was there for about two days, huh. and then he disappeared in the restaurant People love down. to um, appear like they're actually from Yorkshire. but No, no, he's actually from Yorkshire. No, 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 but I mean, people love to, like... That, oh my roots I'm you know I'm a Yorkshire man born and bred whatever but then they just yeah. go back down to London and as a Lancastrian I don't know why people make such a fuss <laughs> about being from Yorkshire God's own country but, oh right I see so um, and what do we have anything else to say about oh, those? oh so go on oh did you no we didn't have anything else to say about <laughs> I was so going to move tell me we didn't have anything else to say no I was going to move on but I didn't realise you were moving on I thought you were saying move on move on I was going to say should we do meme of the week before yes. we transition into slightly more Serious topic. Yes, I've got a couple of serious ones. Yeah, so we'll do meme of the week. Mm. The rest, this is the last bit I've prepared. So everything else from here on out is. <laughs> oh, so all that that was that was the stuff you prepared. What we yeah, just that was of... well. Mm... Okay, so meme of the week. Meme of the week. I'm going to do two runner-up memes, um, and then my official meme of the week. Right. Okay, so fun prank. Make them study for 16 years, and then don't give them jobs. Very good. We was, that one was topical, topical so that's why we did people, that one. Yeah, yeah. Then my second one, also kind of topical because we're going to talk about school. Mm. Um, school district pulls to kill a mockingbird from reading lists. Makes people uncomfortable. I'm doing quotation marks there. Official says. And then Atticus Goldfinch tweets. That's the point of the fucking book. All of in caps lock. It's supposed to make people uncomfortable. I'm with Atticus Goldfinch. Yeah, so but someone's made like a fake Twitter account. You don't say. There isn't a real Atticus Goldfinch. Um, and then meme of the week coming in at number one. <laughs> coming in. I hate when people are eating yoghurt and spend 30 minutes going apeshit, scraping the container for every last drop. It's fucking yoghurt, not cocaine. Very good. So that's the sort of thing that young people are putting out there. And yeah. you realise I'm allowing you to use these four-letter words, but don't tell your mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just quotes, isn't it? Quotes, yeah. And for effect, for emphasis. For, for emphasis. We yeah. say swearing is big and clever mm. if used in the right circumstances. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, now, this was something that uh, that I spotted, um, and it ties in with what you were saying about clothes in the last one we did. Uh, and this was when they had the summit, the G20 summit in Davros, you know, in Switzerland, where all the world leaders met. Mm-hmm. Female world leaders attending uh, global summits often meet up in the bathrooms to complain about how media attention focuses on their clothes as opposed to their policies, according to Julia Gillard, the former Australian Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. Mrs Gillard also revealed that Angela Merkel got so sick of comments about her clothes that she tried to create her own uniform by wearing the same type of outfit every day. Yes, she Uh, does. mm, She does. We've all had some complaints over the wash base, and let me assure you, actually we could do that in Australian because it's Mrs Gillard, Mrs Gillard. We've Let all... me assure you. Yeah, very good. You do the Australian. There <laughs> no, you go. I don't know. Well, I know you're trying out your accents. There, I've been, I've been, we've been working on, well, Geordie. my Welsh, my Geordie and my Both Irish. The same. All the same. All the same. Go on, do um, so, wait, Australian? If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's right. Okay. Um, we've all had some complaints over the wash basin, let me assure you. There were very few. Wait, Australian. There were very few women at the G20, and at the and at those meetings, often on a trip to the bathroom or at the hand basins at the bathroom, you talk to each other and have a raw smile about some of the ridiculous. It's gone very um, uh, South America, like um, country bumpkin. Mm, but yeah, redneck. you get you get the point. I get the point. So she says that, uh, well, basically, she, she's fed up with the press writing about what they, uh, they, what they wear. They wear rather than their politics, mm. which obviously men don't get. Mm. You, we don't talk about what men wear as much as what women wear. No, occasionally, occasionally you get these stories. Yeah, if you they do, but they're like... Totally a, inappropriate. Yeah, but whereas women will be judged on just normal outfits. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you get it at school even as well. Like, the boys are not, are not um, subject to as much like minute criticism mm. as the girls are so who's criticizing is this on social network no it's not even on social network just like i mean i do it i'm a victim of it you know i'll talk about what a girl's wearing but i wouldn't really do that to a boy mm. unless it was something really outlandish yeah. whereas a girl yeah you are you just are and then but i mean theresa may people don't focus on her politics people focus on her shoes way more you wouldn't talk about what god brown's shoes look like no like back in the day interesting thing is Theresa May is an interesting case because she is a world leader in that she's the uh, British Prime Minister and for the, t- for the time being <laughs> nothing gets past that lightning absolutely mind nothing, absolutely nothing <laughs> alright she's the Prime Minister right and she is a world leader yeah and yet she sort of her posture she her does po- have bad posture she's got a hunchback yeah she stoops a, a wee bit I think do you, do you not think that because so much of it is about body language, it's about impressions, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because yeah, you, you, it's about first impressions, which is I think why clothing is important, it is and important, it's why isn't people it? care. But I think it would be nice if we didn't. But I think that's the world we live in, and you've it got to, you've got to. But even work if you're not, even if you're not a world leader, it's no, a, no. Even if you just like yeah. when I was working at, I was a Christmas temp at Sports Direct, and even when I worked there, I still like to present myself in a way that yes. people would. I'd, 
look approachable and people would want mm. to talk to me. And I think it's the same thing no matter what industry you are, whether you're a world leader or not. Obviously, if you're a world leader, you're a lot more visible. But I think maybe there's... Well, the good thing about Sports Direct was... Uh, they gave you that beautiful outfit to wear, mm. the lovely Sports Direct T-shirt, the yes. beautiful, uh, <laughs> beautiful like joggers. Bottoms, like, if bottoms. you can imagine what joggers from the nineties yeah. looked like. It's a shame Mrs. Thatcher doesn't have a. Not Mrs. Thatcher. She's got <laughs> Mrs. Few, Thatcher. So no, but she has. You make an interesting point yeah, there. Yeah, because Mrs. Thatcher had a uniform, didn't she, with the handbag yeah, and everything? Yeah, and but I think Ma- um, Theresa May has modelled herself off Margaret Thatcher a lot. She's quite like she's very cold. She's very stern. She's not the Oh, I want to be their best friend, politician at uh, all. She tries to be a bit. You see, and it's not. It, it doesn't it, yeah, suit her. Yeah, she should even just. She should just yeah. pick one. Because Mrs. Thatcher used to walk the Iron very, Lady. The Iron Lady, and she she had this handbag. She clutched this handbag, and when she was walking into a, you know, she looked so purposeful when she was walking into yeah. a meeting. Theresa May is still trying to be yeah. more approachable because Mrs. Thatcher wasn't approachable. She's like your teacher in school who's trying to be your friend, but they're not really. So yeah. it just comes across cringy and weak. Tell us about your teachers then in school. I have three teachers in school because yes. I do so let, three let's, subjects. Let's establish what you're doing. You're doing A-levels at a college in West Yorkshire. Yeah, we're not saying where it is. You're doing A-levels at college in West Yorkshire and you're doing English, French and uh, history. I just forgot then. I was about to say, but then I forgot. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing English literature and modern history. Right. And French. Right. And so I have three teachers and then I have another one for form. I have three teachers and two out of three are Scottish. Really? Yeah. What does that tell you? I don't think it tells me anything, but it tells me that I should be quite good at a Scottish accent now, but I'm not. So you do three elves, you know, I mean, how anxious are you getting at this stage? Quite. Quite? <laughs> yeah, it's they're really hard. They're really, really hard, and it's a lot of work. It's quite yeah. stressful. Do you think then GCSEs are too easy, so it doesn't prepare um, you for the hard work that you have G- to do? I think it's just more like GCSEs are very formulaic, is that a word? Yeah, yeah, formulaic yeah. is a word. Formulaic, so you you're, just... You're the English student. <laughs> you just, like, follow what you do, and if you do all that, then you'll get the good grades or whatever. But A-levels, you have to think for yourself a lot more, and that's what's surprising. And you also have to do a lot of your own work, you know, outside lessons, wider reading, all that kind of stuff. And what are you reading for English literature? You've done... For dystop- I do dystopian literature, so I do 1984 and A Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. and then I do... But you have to read other stuff like, is it Slaughterhouse-Five and things um, like that? I'm reading Fahrenheit 451 at the moment. Yeah. You have to read, like, A Clockwork Orange, um book called We by... I don't know it. No, it's by, like, it's... It's not Kazuo Oshiguro, but it might as well be like it's by some guy. Some guy that's no, some woman, I think, oh, woman. whose right. name it's really hard to pronounce. And it's marvelous with women. Lisa's writing books and everything. Yeah, no, get us. Um, and <laughs> get then we do coursework on the history boys. Right, and we we usually talk about a movie. Uh, we saw the killing of a sacred deer. Oh, we did. Mis- Should we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, that was a bizarre film. It's like if you've seen it, it, it's very. But like, it's very dark. It's very dark, and it's it's disturbing and like harrowing. Disturbing and harrowing. But. Yeah. What, like I would recommend it if you were going to see it, which I'm not going to be like, oh, you should definitely go see it. Oh, no. But if you do, read up about it first, because when I read up about it afterwards, I had more of an appreciation yeah. about you it's know, a Greek, it's like a Greek uh, myth, and he hint, um, she's studying the girl is studying the Greek myth at yeah. school, and so I missed that. 
but it, like yeah it's not one to just wandering off the street it's not like Notting no. Hill or something where you're just wandering off the street and Notting it. Hill is your most like <laughs> I love that that was your go to least like killing of a sacred deer it's Notting Hill so if you think of the diametric opposite of Notting Hill no it's like the it's, diametric opposite of like Valentine's Day if you've seen that yeah because it is Valentine's Day today it is, not said it? happy Valentine's Day mm, it is happy. well that's another thing but happy Valentine's Valentine's Day has now because of the card industry and the present industry yeah. and the chocolate industry and the flower industry it's become a, a play a time when you give people pre- it used to be an anonymous thing you would say yeah a, yeah like secret admirer letters it was a secret but admirer you know thing, what i would but say now you just swipe right for that you know what's even what is even more overplayed than the valentine's day you know big red hearts whatever thing is people who hate valentine's day that annoys me more because people it's become such like a it's cliche to be like, oh, I hate Valentine's Day. It's really annoying. Yeah, so you're the backlash to the backlash. I'm the backlash to the backlash. So there's people who like Valentine's Day, there's people who hate Valentine's Day, then there's people who hate the people who hate Valentine's Day, and I'm one of those. Let me, let me read you a bit of a column that... Oh, uh, Lex. Ma- yeah, <laughs> that Matt Ridley wrote in The Times this week. I'm sure I'm not alone in finding the cultural revolution that we're going through difficult to understand. Like a free-living Regency rationalist who's survived to see Victorian prudery. He says, I turned 60 last week and expected by now to find myself in periodic grumpy disapproval of the younger generation's scorn for tradition, love of change and tolerance of anything goes. Instead, I find something approaching the opposite. The terrifying censoriousness of the young, even sometimes their own children and the eggshell-treading dread of saying the wrong thing in front of them. What happened to the liberation of the 60s and 70s when you could start to forget hierarchy and say just about anything to and about anybody? Do you, I mean, do you yeah. recognise... I mean, I like, certainly... Um, they, this is what they that. said that was... Um, I'm going to go back to 1904 because it's just on my mind, hmm. about how political... Someone said in an article that I was reading that political correctness is basically newspeak. Newspeak. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like taking away people's language and the way they can express themselves to a point where you're just not allowed to say anything anymore. Yeah. And if people don't have the language to do it, then so you're you, more or less agreeing, agreeing with Matt Ridley in a way. Yeah, no, I think. But we I still, mean, I know, maybe won't go so people, extreme because we've all seen somebody, a politician, or even a politician, any public figure. Makes but we've a talked joke. about this before. How it's the the situation that you do it in is of the most importance. The things that I would say to my friends, like joking, are completely different to the things that I would post on Twitter. That's what you've got to do. You've got to understand that what no, you say in a private circle yeah, is even different. Not, not, I couldn't say anything. Like in 1984? Yeah, like in 1984. Or like in flipping Nazi era, where, yeah, where yeah, yeah. you know kids would, kids would inform, rat out their parents. Inform, yeah. would rat out their parents, as you put it. It starts with Harvey Weinstein, and you oh, think, brilliant. It's, you, you lump in everything with Me Too. That's the problem. That's about sexual assault. He's talking well, more about be, political it, correctness. Well, it should be about sexual assault. But now, and with this, we, oh, yeah. we talked about the safe spaces at university and everything. It's it is all lumped in, but it's not. You know, you really have to think twice. The other day, I was talking to somebody about Christopher Walken, and I said, uh, "Oh, yeah, I know somebody used to do a brilliant impersonation of Christopher Walken." Oh, hang on, it was Kevin Spacey. We're not allowed to mention. You know, Kevin Spacey. No, but suddenly... you're allowed to mention him. Like, I know, but he's art, airbrushed from. We've history, always isn't said he? that art has to be separate from artist, and we said this about Woody Allen, Woody didn't Allen, we? Yeah, absolutely. Art has to be art. Yeah, art must be separate from artists mm. same as with T.S. Eliot we know that T.S. Eliot was an anti-Semite but it doesn't make him 
any worse of a poet. No, and, and what, what the other thing gets me is all these great rock bands that we uh, that we love and uh, revere: the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, mm -hmm. virtually anybody you can mention. Um, if we're hunting for people from the 70s and 80s who behaved inappropriately to the opposite yeah, sex... Yeah, have you seen that video yeah. of um, John Lennon who's like doing an, in, like a, an impression of someone with like a mental disability? Yeah, there's that. But I mean, mm. uh, and I have to say their sexual politics wasn't always no, uh, no. up to snuff as far as the modern day goes. But I think just like in whatever movement there's ever going to be, people just take it to extremes. So, and uh, we're leaving them with a uh, with a bit of a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger, yeah. Yeah, because we we didn't. We, what did we, we often, say last week? Well, we didn't do it last week. The week before, we promised a cliff, or the week before that, we promised a cliffhanger about herbal teas. And I know the herbal tea community are tuned in, waiting for the rest. <laughs> we've of not the, done it again. And we've not done it again. <laughs> so we're not. Uh, well, that, we were going to taste herbal teas, weren't we? But mm, we've not. Can't be bothered. And then we did that other cliffhanger about meditation and oh, mindfulness. mindfulness. What, how, what do you understand by mindfulness? Like m meditation. Yeah. And like I, yoga and I, like is it not thinking. Sort of, and yeah. like, and, and like, I think mindfulness is something like different. Like freeing your mind. Thing. But like, also it's, it's, it's living in the moment as well, mindfulness. I think if yeah. you're walking through, just walking down the streets, it's noticing. It's, it's no, no, it's, it's about, like, yeah, about like not thinking all the time. So just letting yourself be, I think. Mm. I, don't, I was going to do research. <laughs> you were going to do research so that'll be the cliffhanger for this week <laughs> I am will going Ruth, to do research will Ruth have done any research before next week's podcast thank you very much indeed Ruth thank you planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.